Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good. <laughs> so today it is just me and I have today annoyingly self-aware. Is that what you want to go by or do you want to go by therapeutic satire? Good grief. My name is Angie. <laughs> so we can do that. Um, today we don't really have a topic except for what what's our topic today Angie our topic today is hip dips <laughs> <laughs> so let's explain to them what hip dips are and why we're talking about them today so first we have to start with our dogs because okay. <laughs> Martha and I both have dogs and we show dogs and yes. I was complaining about my little dog's back (laughs) (laughs) our breed is meant to have a flat back a flat top line a flat top line if you will and I said hold on let me explain that real fast so when you're looking at the dog and you're looking at the top of their back while they're standing it should be flat it shouldn't be at an angle it shouldn't be raised up it shouldn't have little dips in it it should be flat yeah. Okay. That's why I said flat back for the non-dog showers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and and it reminded me of all of the criticism that we get from the judges and from our community. And it, it reminded me of this absurd video I once came across that was a tutorial on how to eliminate the female fl- hip dips. <laughs> so I'm a I'm a woman. <laughs> Martha's a woman. (laughs) Now, now I'm curious. Was it only about women getting rid of hip dips? Or was it about men getting rid of hip dips too? Is it a thing for both sexes? Or is it only the one sex? Only only one gender? women. No. This video was definitely not targeted at men. I didn't know what hip dips even were. So I intently watched this video. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I had to say, now, first of all, what is a hip dip? Right. What are they talking about? <laughs> so, so apparently, because we have hip bones, and because we also have meat on our bones, <laughs> sometimes we have a dip between the top of the hip bone and where our thighs meet. I guess you could say the socket. Exactly. Where your socket is, where your little leg sticks in the hips. So basically, if you don't have enough meat where the socket is, you have a hip dip. You have a hip dip. and Which is completely stupid. This is problematic? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? I mean, I'm used to worrying about the size of my waist, but never a fucking hip dip, man. I didn't even know. I didn't even know what to think. I didn't even know that... And I had brought up the idea that this reminded me of thigh gaps. A few was yes. it a few years ago? It was a few years ago, right? Everybody Apparently. was obsessed with thigh gaps. Like, what the fuck? And then I wasn't sure was thigh gaps good or was thigh gaps bad. I don't even know. Do I want a thigh gap or do I not want a thigh gap? Again, and I think it has to do with your community that you're in, right? Because, well, you know, here's the thing that I come across. I, I am a, a big, tall, white girl, and I have a big ass, and I have big thighs. Now, 
in certain communities, it's perfectly acceptable. But I can tell you one thing that if I go to a lot of my older white female friends, oh, I have a big ass and I should, I should work on slimming that down. And they say that to you? Um, who says that? Well, you know, they don't say that they, they hint at it. Like, oh dear, you are rather big right there. Right? Like, (laughs) oh yeah, you do have a rather large ass. Like, and so I got some friends that are embarrassed about it and other friends that are like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, (laughs) I'm going to enjoy this. As well you should. Right? Because thick thighs save lives. Save lives. Yeah, they do. So does a thick ass. I'm just saying. Now, I can't move it like some of my other friends. I do not know how to twerk. Well, that's another video that we need to watch. (laughs) I have several. I've sent them to you. <laughs> then, then we need to watch them and do a live demonstration. Yes, and obviously. Well, and I have talked to uh, see you next Tuesday, and she has Nick. She has told me that she could totally give a twerking class. Ooh. So I think that's going to be in our near future. But so, okay. So I'm just now. I want to Google to see if men are concerned about hip dips. Yeah, and. Like where so you kind of have a background in this. So why why is it why do we put these boundaries on ourselves? Why do we take a look at this stuff and say, you know, I think I'm gonna create a problem today and make it nationwide mm-hmm. <laughs> and help other women come down upon themselves? Why right. is it that we do this? I've I've pondered this many a time. What a dumb word, ponder. I almost <laughs> dip my coffee across the phone <laughs> you know what i re- what we re- remind me of right now Who? so you know saturday night live when they used to have the christmas cookie ladies come on the radio yeah. and they would just sit there and like laugh at their own jokes mm-hmm. that's us right now is that us right now well yeah well um so <laughs> yeah so i am uh, a certified life coach for anyone who doesn't know I'm also a private investigator, so those go really, really well together. Um, and I, I've been thinking actually a lot recently, so you know, nice that we went this way, about how we are all trained to doubt ourselves. So, so, so early in life, we learn to doubt ourselves. Right. And then we're suggested with a problem. A problem is suggested unto us, and then we grab onto it and slap it on our little list of shortcomings and... And, and so you say, why, why do we do that? Right. Because we're trained to win. (laughs) We are. If you notice from very, very young ages, we are introduced to everything that we are doing wrong. And we have our lives framed around what's wrong, right? We look at everything from the problem orientation. Oh, what's the problem here? And then, you know, that produces anxiety. Right. And then we start to react from the anxiety that we have produced within ourselves based on the problem rather than based on what's actually going on for us. And so how do we know what is, uh, what's the difference? How do we know what the difference? So when, when we look in the mirror and we see our hip dips or our non-thigh gaps, uh, you know, personally for me, not having a thigh gaps means I'm one step closer to a mermaid. Um, yeah, of course. But 
how do we how do we not focus on that problem how how do we decide you know we're going to let this go or how do we decide how do we look at what's right. really going on right like i how feel like you and i had a conversation sorry i feel like you and i had a conversation this morning about it and um i like how we have our conversations because i tend to to have an hourglass shape and you have more of the straight body shape but I we do. I'm a rectangle, but I'm we, rectangle folks. Right. But I don't feel like we're bitter about that. We don't hate each other for it. We're not jealous of each other for it. We always celebrate each other. And so, um, or make fun of each other, whatever we do, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but you Fair know, enough. you know what I mean? We don't, um, we know who we are, right? So how do we look ourselves in the mirror and how do we, how do we, we not make that a problem anymore how do we decide that we're not going to take this on well you by looking to the actual truth right but that's so, all made up. right but if somebody's reading this right they're going to see like this as the new truth right because that's what everybody's focused on now so right so it's finding that space within you that is within everyone and i'll attest to that even if it doesn't seem that way in all of us is a space that knows that we're just wallowing in our own bullshit. Right. And if we're willing for two seconds, this is actually, I should be taking notes. There's another story we'll need to delve into to a completely different <laughs> podcast. Okay. <laughs> for two seconds, if we can pause, it's in the pause. Okay. Pause and call bullshit on our own bullshit. And recognize that, wait a sec, I'm getting caught up in this thought storm that's not going to do anything for me, but generate more anxiety and generate action from all of the wrong energy bases, if you will. I hate woo-woo talk. I'm probably <laughs> the most un-woo-woo personal development person you'll find. <laughs> but sometimes certain words creep in. Right. <laughs> energy <laughs> energy <laughs> no i love the thought storm you know because mine is a fucking shit start but uh oh 100 <laughs> percent right and it's it's a storm though in the same way that any weather system comes in right it's going to be transient it's always going to be transient even though it doesn't look that way so it's always going right. to be fucking moving oh we always are you're right. hurling through space at how how many mil miles per hour? Like you're never not moving. Right. The storm's gonna come through, and then a handy little trick our little brains have is to make things feel permanent all the time. Right. It's ridiculous. Right. Like, this is always gonna be this way. Right. No, it isn't. And again, it's in that pause. So in One the eye of the storm. Pause. Sure. Because that storm's always gonna go around you. Right. right. So right. let it. You can you can start spending a lot more time in that eye though. Right. The more you start to realize this is true a hundred percent of the time. I'm kicking up the dust. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes the dust is rainbow colored. And it's beautiful. <laughs> For real though. And it takes right? and we get to create the most incredible displays of thought and feeling. Right. Which are just two sides of the same coin. Okay. But they're actually, but yes, but you still hold the coin in your fucking hand. 
Right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't you. know if it's in my hand. Well, I... and see, that's, that's what the, but that's why I love talking to you, right? Because everybody's different. It's always different for everybody. So. Right. But right. You own that coin. That's yours. It's your deposit. Can't go anywhere else. Right. But you get to choose at which side you're, you're dealing with for that day. And you can decide to set it down. Sure. Right. I Well, so here's the deal. I mean, so what I mean is like the thoughts and the feelings are just going to come. Right. That right. storm will be. And, and so sometimes they're unicorn colored thoughts and feelings. Right. And they're gorgeous and you love them. And those are going to have to flow on through because that's the nature of life. Right. Like and the happy one. Yeah. Come. I don't like this weather. (laughs) He'll be gone soon. I got you. I got you. And so what, um, you know, the thigh gaps and things like that, we just tend to do that. Right. And then I guess all the, all the cures and stuff that want to come with it. Like when we had the thigh gaps, uh, they want it to wrap saran wrap around their legs to make it smaller. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, here's the solution. Here's the solution to your problem that you made up. So if you made up the problem, why, why can we not just make up a solution that dissolves the problem? It wasn't feel, a problem to begin with. I feel like that happens a lot. <laughs> oh, 100%. And that when, but that's what I talk about. That's, um, that's what I come to talk about with my 17 year old, you know, um, we can choose at any moment to, to change our thing, um, change our thought process. And so I was yep. talking with somebody the other day, you know, about, well, this fits my list, you know, cause I have a list of stuff for different, for various reasons or whatnot. And, um, I was trying to, what? could you clarify a little bit? I can. So, um, so like I have a list, so I, we'll do this one. This is the one that I was talking about, about him with. So I was talking with my 17 year old about relationships. Mm, um, he had called favorite. me to talk, to talk about a girl. So we were talking, I mean, we talked for about two hours, but basically what I left him with was, you know, I make lists. So I have a list of things that I want in a, in a mate, in a person. Oh, okay. okay. So Um, And I told him, I said, well, you know, you can change that list at any time. And he's like, how so mom? And that touches on like what you're talking about, how all of a sudden we made it so permanent. Right. But I wrote that list in pencil. I can erase it at any time. 100%. And so not only was I talking with my son about that, but um, the person that I'm seeing right now, I was like, yeah, you fit, you fit quite a few things on my list. And he had said, oh, really? Is that so? And so then I just ended up erasing the list and I just wrote his name down. He's like, you just changed that. And I was like, and you know what? I could change it again in five fucking minutes if I want to. again. (laughs) (laughs) But now you fit everything on my list. Are you welcome? So it's always written in pencil. 100%. Yes. And there's unlimited eraser. None of this second grade garbage where you run out after three mistakes. Right. Well, and, you know, I used to, I, I belong to various churches, uh, trying to find a faith or something that I belong to. And I, I have a big issue with that. Well, that's another podcast for another time. Absolutely. But, it is. um, that's what I 
tend to do is, you know, okay, I can deal with this. And then you want to get sucked into that you belong there. Um, And for some people, that's really great. So I'm not putting religion down or anything. But for me, uh, it wasn't working, right? Because that's when I decided, you know what, I'm going to try a different church. This one doesn't work for me. So that's where um, when people tell me that they have to do something, I'm like, "Mm, do you really, though? You're making a choice. Yes, so much that. So much. There's no have to. No. The minute you have to, now who's in charge? Not you anymore. Right. Now where's all your power? Now you're a victim. Now you're a victim. That's exactly how we become victims. Yeah, because um, uh, and a lot of times this will happen when I, because I'm not working in a, uh, you know, at another place right now, um, but coworkers will oftentimes complain about how they're living in a house with a spouse they can't stand, um, oh. or something like that. And it, but I have to, I have to do this. No, you don't. And and I think yes, I just had this conversation with my own husband, who <laughs> yeah. I love so so very much. That we go, yeah, like, oh my gosh, somebody who's constantly dogging their spouse or partner, you know? Right. Like, really? Who who chose this person for you? Is it an arranged marriage? <laughs> like, what country are we in right now? No, of course, if that's how it works for, for whomever. What's funny is those often work better than the chosen marriages, right? <laughs> I have <What>? no idea. <laughs> I also have no idea. I just perpetuated a myth, probably. Right? I have I have no statistics. Like hip dips. Yes. <laughs> yes, just like the hip dips. <laughs> like, well, you know, if you had married the person your parents chose, things would be working out well for you. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that a lot of those marriages end up with abuse or something else yes. as well, too. Oh, yes. But those people feel like they don't have a choice, right? Right. So they have committed to this way of living. And they are unaware that they can change that at any time. And it's not that they're unaware. Yeah. I want to do air quotes committed, right? You're raised that way. This is the way life goes. Right. I'm so proud of you for making the choice. Right. (laughs) Right. But, you know, and that's what I, um, one of my favorite memes, John, John, spit it out. One of my favorite, sorry, my dog just caught a mouse. Um, a mouse? Well, I put down a ton of poison to kill these mice, and he just picked it he up. Found one. He found one. Uh, oh, so, it was already, got it. You know, again, there's another choice I made. Could I let my dog eat it and be sick? No. But um, that's what I, t- I try to tell people. Um, a lot of times... I have friends that I don't necessarily hang out with all the time that I used to hang out with a lot when I was younger or something like that. And, and they still live in that area where, um, you know, but this, this is where you used to be. You're not like this anymore. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I've changed. I grew. Yeah. I, I erased what I thought I needed to believe and do. And I now do this. Um, and they say, Oh, so that's the way you are now. I I don't know. No, nope. maybe it'll change in five minutes. Maybe it'll change you know in what? a year. I love that. I love my favorite meme. This is I have to say this one that I see, and I'm a little bit sleep deprived, so I apologize in advance <laughs> for all of the slip ups I've had. Been working a crazy case lately, um, but it you know like what defines you? That's the dumbest question I've ever heard, and you can't have an answer because if you are defined, then that would indicate that you're not able to change. Right, you are, like you're fixed. 
you're a fixed thing. You're a block. You're not a moving, living, breathing being. Right. How boring. Nothing defines me. Nothing. Right. So, you know, uh, and that's the thing. I think I get upset too sometimes is I see, uh, I try, you know, I don't really say anything. She's just my daughter. She's seven. Yes. But she has all these wonderful little things that she has to make her life about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and she's like, well, what if I like this? I said, that's fine. You can like that. She's but chance likes dinosaurs. I'm, that's my, that's my son. I'm like, I don't care if he likes dinosaurs or not. If you fucking want to like a dinosaur, go fucking like a dinosaur. Dinosaur, right? It doesn't have to be just, just one thing, just one person. Right. And then chance yeah. has a bunch of nail polish that he uses for paints. And, you know, one day he was painting his nails and my daughter was like, well, mom, only girls do that. I was like, oh, no, no, no. (laughs) So again, like you said, what defines you, it it doesn't really matter uh, because you can change that at any time. If that's what you want to define you for now, then you go with it. But you change it as you see accordingly. And if you change your mind in five fucking minutes, then you change your mind in five fucking minutes. Who gives a fuck? You go with it. And I think, you know, kind of bringing it all together with children, the the best thing that I've seen, my oldest is 15 years is older. So we've been doing this a little while, but then we got the littles, right? Yours is right. seven. My youngest is also seven. And for me, it's shining a huge spotlight of, on, of awareness right on that and just talking about it completely openly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I... explicitly describing what's going on. For them right. so that they can make that real rather than all of the stories in the head correct that are that come so easily to us because that's how our brains work right the only things that our brains can do is make up shit about what we've seen and then convince ourselves that that's how it is <laughs> and then we relate everything that we've seen up to now to everything else correct so that's kind of all of our that's it that's all the brain does always Hundred <laughs> percent, making it fit in our little box. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you break that box. You get explicit with the kids. Well, this is what I do. You know, I get explicit with the kids sometimes with the words too, <laughs> and say this is what's going on and describe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's what I. Um, it's funny because um, my daughter's seven, and people have already used the term that she's so assertive or so aggressive. Mm-hmm. And one day she, she asked me what aggressive meant. And I was like, why? And I guess because a teacher told her that she was aggressive about something. So we did just that. We sat down and I had a talk about it. And I said, yes, aggressive can be mean. And that's why we don't want to use that terminology. I said, but basically what they're trying to tell you is that you take charge and you get things done. And, and it was funny because we sat down and we had, a, I think, about a 30 minute conversation about it. And we we talked about things. We talked about how people have called me that and how I take it and how to turn it into a positive. Because Mm -hmm. when you hear aggressive, some, and my daughter's catches on things like Coco does, you know, like your son does. Mm -hmm. So um, she, she knew aggressive was kind of a bad thing. Um, And it's not always a bad thing, right? Slight negative lean. Correct. Yes. And so she was almost in tears about it. And then we just sat down and talked about it and we turned it from a negative into a positive. That'll do so, so much for the. Mm-hmm. 
right today and I, I think we have a huge huge generation of kids rising up who are going to knock the socks off of everything yeah seen. like for real I love what I'm seeing from this rising generation because for me growing up there was no talking about right. anything so you know you have that experience where you're called called something you know whatever you're called and then you your brain does its little thing right. that it's always going to do and I never had those conversations with right. my parents they never came in and told me you know, what you made up may not be right. accurate, what you believe about yourself and taught yourself about how the world works is completely wrong. There was no conversation, right? These conclusions, right, that we've drawn that then become the template for your life, for my life. That, and that's how it went. And then I was so wrong about so many things. Right. And, and then you just live your whole life based on a bad map that I had to draw myself that I made up from what people said what I heard <laughs> and, and from what I'm you following. can see yeah yeah which is the only way that it can work so it's the ex yeah the explicit conversations drawing awareness to the idea that this happens this is what's going on for you this is you're creating this as you go and I love talking to kids about it I love that you're talking to your kids about it and I know that you have been this is why we're friends right right <laughs> those are the kids that are going to be so much more assertive in all the best ways right they're going to own themselves they're going to own their lives right. they know how to rewrite their map when needed oh that's not quite right here let me redraw this to scale a little closer to scale <laughs> right so hopefully they're not stuck going in a circle as often as we are yeah, yeah for sure yeah Figuring i would love why the fuck we can't state. get out <laughs> right? because, because we're not allowed to ask for directions we've taught ourselves that exactly and oh i love that you just said we taught ourselves that because every time I get in the stupid loop, I go, well, I taught myself this. So now I can teach myself something else. Because that's all we do. We teach right. ourselves. You well, learn, and, you experience, and you learn, you grow. You... I get that it's verbiage. And I'm not trying to take away from abuse or anything else like that. Because there's certainly that. And that's why I like my certain, one of my favorite quotes. You know, it's not your fault you're fucked up. It's your fault if you stay fucked up. You stay I love that as well. <laughs> but, you know, that... Uh, re, re, re saying that, you know, like, okay, I wrote down these directions. I'm going around in fucking circles. Okay. I've trained myself to do this. That gives me permission yep. to ask somebody else for help. Yep. Right. Because we've also yes. have trained ourselves not to ask for help because how dare well, you speak about the thing you learned you wrong. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or, or perhaps to make the, the adult who taught you that horrible thing, it, it makes them uncertain, right? Like right. they're the, un, they were the certain authority and now it, it usurps their, their evil, their evil plan. Right. <laughs> right. Sounds so sinister. It sounds almost stupid, but you and I both have stories that could go for miles. <laughs> Truly like, <laughs> right. About abuse. It's not, it's not downplaying that at all, but it's like, right. where am I now? And allowing myself, this gave me the freedom to get out of that to choose something different for myself and my children and to go right. forward. And if I'm caught on that loop still, you can't make a different choice. Right. Right. Not without it, the pause. Well, it gives you permission to take a look up and to realize that you're in the eye of the storm and not in the middle or, you know, not, not caught up in the winds of it. Mm -hmm. So, well, should we call it a, a day? It's been almost about 30 minutes now. And we can leave perfect. on a high note. 
hi no (laughs) (laughs) and um you know so like always it's not um I just want to remind everybody that it's not your fault that you're fucked up it's your fault if you stay fucked up and now that you know that you've written the map you've drawn it by what you know and that now you can ask permission from yourself you can ask for help from others and you can rewrite your map accordingly and you can change it as many fucking times as you want to right like who knows if there's going to be an earthquake and you decide you know what i'm going to add this into my map or if you're going to keep it the way that you had it boom love it well thank you for joining me today i appreciate you thoroughly yes let's do this again soon and as always you can always catch our little um articles that we write in our little trifolds are always at Aggieless Hitaway um, always at the sequel always at the Hitaway and uh, I'm not sure if we have them at the lighthouse yet but those are just our little written forms if you feel like you need to have a piece of us at home with you that you can read anytime you want right yes and on social media at things in my mother F-I-N closet yes well it has apostrophe right so things in not in the handle oh it doesn't (laughs) fine fine at things in my mother f-i-n closet find us there all right and they can always leave a voice memo here for us too if they want so don't forget about that anchor has some great little options there all right i'm gonna go ahead and sign off this was hartley quinn and with angie from uh what are you therapeutic satire therapeutic satire (laughs) all right and that's all we got have a great day guys bye